You're listening to the Wild Worship Podcast with your host, Kimberly Volgen. Thanks so much for listening. It's my prayer that somebody will be inspired, that somebody will be challenged, that somebody would get excited about living a life of worship unto God that is wild and free. Today, let's talk about Snoop Dogg. Yeah, let's talk about Snoop Dogg and worship. Want to share some thoughts with you today. As you know, he just put out an album called The Bible of Love, and it has been garnering all sorts of comments and thoughts, and I wanted to hear mine as well. Put my, put my thoughts out on the table and see what you all think. First of all, music is a form of expression. It's an art form that people use to express themselves. It's when somebody takes melodies and rhythms and harmonies and combine them to create sounds, right, that express what they may be feeling. They could be feeling sad. They could be feeling joyful. Uh, They may want to express how they may be feeling about a tragedy or a triumph. Sometimes people use music to talk about how angry they are or how happy they are. You get the point. Music is used as an expression. Um, Music often is a better way to express how you're feeling instead of a calculated, rigid response to something that you may be feeling. Now, for those that are true music creators, for those that are true artists, I'm talking about like the real kinds. <laughs> um, when you're creating music, it's coming from a deeply personal, um, real, often sometimes cathartic, meaningful place. Okay, when it's personal. There's a lot of cheap music out there. There's a lot of um, impersonal, you know, making jingles for the sake of jingles kind of music. But then there are those that are creators and those that create from personal places. And that's what I want to talk about, like musical expressions that come from the heart. That's where we insert Snoop Dogg. Okay, here he comes. He puts out this album, and it has prove, proven to be extremely controversial because in some folks' minds, it's impossible for a man like Snoop Dogg <laughs> to create musical expressions that express and define his relationship, his personal relationship with his creator. It's, it's hard for them to wrap their minds around the fact that Snoop Dogg can talk about his spiritual experience using gospel music. Here's one of the quotes that um, come from one of his songs. There's a song called Pain. I put it up on my Facebook page, and I want to repeat it here. It says, a lot of times you see me perform with thousands of people, filling their hearts with love and joy, not knowing that I'm going through so much pain. But God knows everything, and I mean everything that I'm going through. I mean, this is coming from a personal place. This is coming from a real place, it sounds like. I mean, we don't know for sure, but it sounds like it's coming from a real place, and he's utilizing gospel as a means to express himself. From this, I came up with a few things that we can think about as we are pondering how in the world Snoop Dogg got to 
put himself on a gospel album. First thing that comes to mind is that the gospel still has the power to change people. Friends of God, let's not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ now. Okay, let's not be ashamed that the gospel is still good news. If Snoop wants to express his thoughts, if Snoop wants to express his belief, his idea, his experience, his his hopes about who Jesus is through the vehicle of music, why are we against this? Are we afraid somehow that the gospel will somehow be tainted or damaged because of Snoop's interaction with the gospel? Have we forgotten that, you know, the gospel is about God interacting with us? The gospel is good news because it's not a sterile story. The gospel is good news because it's a messy story. God demonstrates his own love for us, for me, for Snoop Dogg, in that while we were still sinners, while Snoop was still a sinner, Christ died for us. That's Romans 5. Remember back in the day, or sometimes even now, we used to have those community choirs, and we would invite people from the community to sing in the choir in the hopes that if they continue to sing about the gospel in this community choir, that somehow they would be challenged, inspired, yea, even saved just by singing about who Jesus is? Man, I think the same thing can happen to Snoop Dogg. Next thing that comes to mind, exactly how clean and sanctified does Snoop really need to be before he expresses himself through this genre of music? <laughs> like, how far removed does he need to be from calling women names? Like, how far does he need to be removed from that gangster rap before he's permitted to enter into the gospel community and release a gospel album? And then my next question to that would be, why? Uh-huh. Remember the woman with the alabaster box in Luke chapter 7? Um, the Bible makes it very clear that Jesus forgave her sins after she offered up her expression of worship. She didn't have to get herself together. She, you know, Jesus didn't forgive her first and then she worshiped. No, she came in there, let her hair down. By the way, they knew who she was. They knew who she was. She comes in there. She offers up her worship the best way that she knows how. And from that honest, sincere confession of worship, Jesus then forgives her. Remember the demon-possessed man? <laughs> he ran to Jesus and begins to worship him while he has a legion of demons on the inside of him. Um, the demons came out after that experience. I don't know, saints. Did they, did they have to clean themselves up? Did they have to get themselves together before Christ was able to accept their offering of worship? Furthermore, I mean, people are also saying that he can't put out a gospel album because they think that it, 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 it misrepresents the integrity of the gospel music tradition. Um, he has to have some type of testimony, some type of um, 
experience that says, okay, he's really saved now. Now he can talk about Jesus. Keep in mind that the people that I just mentioned in the Bible, they knew who they were. They knew their stories. They knew how messed up they were. And each person was given a mandate to go back and share the gospel of Jesus. And people had a choice whether to accept it or not. I think similarly, yes, Snoop has a platform. Snoop has an audience. Snoop has influence. And I think God has a way of taking somebody like Snoop Dogg and utilize his story, his experience, to the glory of God. I'm excited to see how this is going to turn out. Really, truly, I am. Next, you may not like this point, but gospel music has a multifaceted definition. It's defined by various social and cultural contexts. Gospel music is primarily used in spiritual and religious environments, used in churches to the glory of God, to lift him up, to magnify him, to inspire others, to be in a closer relationship with God. That's what gospel music is generally used for. But let's not be, let's not be confused. Gospel music has also very much been used in concert halls for pure aesthetic purposes. Like they, there are people that have jammed concert halls just to listen to the beautiful gospel harmonies of Oh Happy Day. Not necessarily to be saved, not necessarily to, to, to see Jesus, but they just love the sound of gospel music. Then gospel music is also used in the context of, uh-oh, entertainment. Yes, I'm sure some of us have been to some gospel concerts that were straight up entertaining. They had the dancers, they had the smoke coming out of the walls, they had, they had, it was an entertaining experience. It wasn't just about saving souls, but it was to make sure that you got up on your feet and clapped your hands and had yourselves a good time for $50. Gospel is a business as well. Which means that Christians do not have a monopoly on who gets to sing about Jesus and who doesn't. I mean, that's just the bottom line. We just don't get that kind of power. It's, it's a genre. It's a genre. It's a style of music. So I say all that to say, Christians, lovers of God, followers of Jesus Christ, this is a wild worship podcast where we make sure people are set free to worship God. Christians, lovers of God, followers of Jesus, go ahead and enjoy the album and pray for Snoop Dogg. It's okay. I mean, like, and I mean really pray for him. Seriously, I'm not saying that to be trite. Really pray for him. If you have not embraced the freedom of enjoying musical creations from God's creation, I'll say it again. If you have not yet fully embraced the freedom of enjoying musical creations from God's creations, that's okay. You don't have to listen to it. If you're not there yet, nobody's forcing you to. Because I've read some posts <laughs> on Facebook and social media, and people are literally like feeling guilty for listening to Snoop Dogg talk about Jesus. I mean, listen, if the Holy Spirit has not convicted you, uh, that's okay. If the Holy Spirit has convicted you, rather, that you shouldn't be listening to this, then go ahead and not listen. Notice I said convict, not condemn, because the Holy Spirit's not going to going to condemn you he may convict you that you need not be listening and that's okay that's fine but for the rest of us don't come for the others don't come for the others that have been set free that are able to enjoy Snoop Dogg's album we were created to respond 
to the presence of God. Yes, even Snoop Dogg was created to respond to God's love, to his presence, and there are a million, there are tons of ways humans can respond to the goodness of God. And I'm talking about a genuine, authentic response. One of those ways is music. I invite us to enjoy it if you're able to. If not, that's okay. Whether you're listening to the album or not, I invite all followers of Jesus Christ to take a moment and to continue to pray that Snoop Dogg will continue to respond to the love of Jesus. Pray that the power of the Holy Spirit will be felt in his life and those who listen to the music, right? Pray sincerely that his ears will be open and his heart will continue to soften towards the things of God. Pray that he will continually be joyful about his expression of faith and that it will be an authentic, true, genuine confession of faith and belief in Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. We want this man to be saved. And however it goes, however God goes about doing it, I'm just excited to see how God will get the glory out of his life. Finally, Snoop, Snoop Dogg had the audacity to respond to God by offering up this music. What's your response? How are you responding to the glory of God? How are you responding to the love of God? How are we responding to what God has done for us? Have you been set free just to give God praise, just to give God glory for all that he has done in your life? Are you putting out some type of creative response to what God is doing? Are you loving others? Are you serving others? Are you spreading peace, love, joy, hope to those that need to hear it because of what God has done for you? Worship is all about responding to who God is and what he's done in our lives. Saints of God, make sure no matter what you do, that your worship is a true, authentic, real, genuine, wild, free response to the glory and majesty and power of this living God that we serve. That's what God requires of us. That's what God loves to hear from his children. He doesn't need our worship, but he's definitely seeking for worshipers that delight in worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Snoop Dogg got his response on record. What's your response? Thanks so much for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe. Please make sure that you share this like leaves on an autumn day. I want this to go as far as wide as possible. Make sure you share it. Make sure you subscribe. We'll be back next week as we talk more about wild worship. Wild worship.